Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We are not to judge others because that's a negative attitude, I think is what you're going to say, Colin. We're dealing with negative attitudes this week. Yes, well, I'm going to go beyond that and say we're not to judge others because Jesus tells us not to judge them. We touched on this yesterday when we were talking about frustration. We touched on it when we were talking about anger. We touched on it also when we were talking about resentment and bitterness. And don't all these negative attitudes line up together? Resentment, bitterness, anger, frustration, judgment. It's a real kind of worms, isn't it? Yeah, it's a real kind of worms. But my goodness, if you let, if you let one of them into your spirit, you'll find that the others will follow. And this is why we have to, to keep ourselves pure, really, in, a, in, in, in our attitudes so that we do not allow these negative emotions to take over our lives because that's what they will do. They will take over our lives. They will immediately affect our relationship with God. I think that's what a lot of people don't realize, that if you nurture these negative attitudes, they will actually destroy your fellowship with God because they're all in opposition to his will. And therefore, you might feel very justified in feeling negative and in judging other people, but it isn't until you stop judging them that God is going to move in your life and in those circumstances that are causing you concern. Now, where do we draw the line here? Because obviously we have these thoughts in our head and we can choose whether or not to verbalize them. So where are you drawing the line? Because we can't stop the thoughts coming into our head always. No, you see, um, we, we all have to contend with the flesh, right? The flesh is your natural, your natural life um, that is not really under the dominance of the Lord, under his rule and, and authority. But we have the Spirit of God living in us, so we can react spiritually rather than with a fleshly attitude. Now, you can have all these conflicting thoughts going on within you, but all of us have to make choices. And the choice always is, am I going to speak out of the flesh or speak out of the spirit? So there are times when you know that you've got to forgive, although you don't feel it. You've got to be gracious, although inwardly you may be seething. And you know that's your natural response. But you know that if you just explode with anger, you're only going to exacerbate the whole problem. You're going to make the situation worse. Whereas what is called for is a measured response of mercy, forgiveness, gentleness, grace, whatever the situation may demand. So you see, uh, we have these conflicting things going on in, but we all make choices. What am I going to say? How am I going to react? And there is a biblical way of dealing with conflict, isn't there? Absolutely. We have to deny ourselves in order to follow Jesus every day. That's what he said. And you see, part of that denying of self is denying those fleshly, natural reactions 
to all these traumatic things or the opposition or the things that people do to hurt us and oppose us. It's learning to react according to the spirit within us and not according to the flesh. Now, I mean, the spirit is very powerful. So often in the middle of a, a season of conflict, uh, God's going to speak powerfully through you. But that doesn't mean he's going to speak angrily through you. It doesn't mean he's going to judge those around. He will never do that. You see, he will never give the judgment to you because Jesus said all judgment has been given to the Son, which means there's no judgment left for you. And this is why he says, do not judge. But you see, the awesome thing is he says, if you do judge, you will bring yourself under the same judgment with which you're judging others. That's an awesome thing, isn't it? Well, it is an awesome thing, but if we take it seriously, then we will not dare to judge anyone else. And it's the easiest thing in the world. Now, uh, th this, this, might, this might sound difficult to, to understand, but there have been several periods in, in my life in ministry when I've lived in revival, I mean real revival, not, not just a gentle move of the Spirit. In revival, there's the presence of God is so palpable, his holiness especially, uh, and his love and power are manifested in wonderful, wonderful ways. And you're moving at a spiritual level that is beyond the norm and usually uh, beyond other people around you um, because it is an extraordinary, it seems extraordinary. I mean, it, it's actually just the fulfillment of what God wants to do in the life of the whole of his church. But because it's beyond the norm, it seems extraordinary. Now, the most difficult thing in times of revival is that you don't judge other people. Because, you see, you're having to walk so close to God yourself, you're having to keep yourself pure and right in his eyes. Now, the Holy Spirit enables you to do that. It's, it's really a work of his Spirit. It's not what you're doing. But, you see, because you are so conscious of the things that grieve God, because the fear of the Lord is upon you, then you become so conscious of the ways in which other people around you are grieving God and are falling short of his will and purpose. Now, the great temptation is when you, when you can see where others are going wrong, the great temptation is to judge them. But when you're in revival like that, you know you must never do that because if you do, that will end the revival. Because, you see, you will bring yourself under the judgment with which you're judging other people. So you really have to keep yourself in right attitude. This is why, you know, to me, this is such, such an important subject, this whole business of developing, promoting the right positive attitudes in our spirits, in our hearts, in our lives. You're almost suggesting there that we're thwarting the work of the Holy Spirit by judging others. Absolutely, of course we are, because um, the Holy Spirit does not want us to judge. He, uh, he is the Spirit of Truth who takes the things of Jesus and declares them to us. So he withdraws when we get a judgmental spirit? No, well, it's not that he withdraws. God doesn't take the Holy Spirit from us. But when you grieve the Holy Spirit, 
then you cannot see the freedom of the Holy Spirit and you cannot see the Holy Spirit acting freely in your life until you have repented of the way in which you grieve the Spirit. Now, if the Spirit is the Spirit of truth who reminds us of what Jesus said, then he will remind us that Jesus says, judge not, or you will be judged with the same judgment. So the Holy Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit reminding you of that. So if you take no notice of that and go on judging the person, you have not only damaged the other person by judging them, damaged yourself because you've judged them, but you've also grieved the Holy Spirit because you've gone right against what the Holy Spirit is doing in reminding you of what Jesus said. So you see, you can't, you can't have any of these negative attitudes without them affecting your relationship with God. Why is that? Because Jesus said, um, whatever you do to the least of these, you do to me. So how about this then? That means that if you judge someone else, you're judging God, because whatever you do to them, you do to him. So uh, that's not a clever thing to do. It is not for us to judge God. It is not for us, therefore, to judge others. Now, what we do have to understand is that there is a difference between judging and therefore condemning people and exercising wisdom. You see, when you can see that there's a situation that is wrong or you can see that people are involved in what is wrong, the answer is not to judge them, but to be wise and to have nothing to do with them. Do not join them in their wrong activity. If you're in a situation where you can help to guide them into the truth, then obviously that is what you are to do. But you see, the temptation very often is to go along just to be acceptable to those people, to go along with what they're doing, to close your eyes to the reality of the way in which they're acting is, is actually grieving God, not pleasing God. So the right kind of positive attitudes please the Lord. And so, you see, underneath all these negative attitudes is a major question. Are we living to please ourselves or are we living to please the Lord? If we're living to please the Lord and to fulfill his will and purpose, then we will look to him and depend upon his spirit to enable us to be positive in every situation. Now, you know, we won't always accomplish and achieve that, but God is, he's the one who disciples us. And he takes us through this whole process where we may get things wrong and we may foul up. He doesn't cut us off. He doesn't take his spirit from us. He doesn't throw us out of the kingdom. But he does show us that we have hurt ourselves. We've hurt others. We've grieved the spirit. It's not the way to go. It's not the way to operate. That what we're to do is to be like Jesus. And he was the Lord of mercy, of grace, of compassion, forgiveness. Even though he is the judge of the living and the dead, he didn't come to judge, but to save. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 